Okay, a very nice young lady asked you to prom. Maybe she's not, you know, what you were looking for, but this is your date, right? She said, all right, you want to go to prom? We can go as friends or whatever. And you're like, no, you're holding out for the prom queen. I'm going to ask her. Well, she's not going with you. (laughs) Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Let's get it started. Eric Bilstead back in the house. Brandon Snide on Sports. Debbie on the traffic. Adam Roberts in the newsroom. Greg Pancake Hill produces the program, and I'm Vince Vetrano. So, did I hear correctly? Northridge is going to sit empty for another 20 years? Is that what the, is that what the news story was? It appears that is likely, given that the latest <laughs> well, suitor is now officially out. The, the, the only suitor. Yeah, that's the true. The only suitor. That's my issue with this whole thing. What uh, 2003, I think, is when the mall closed. And like since then, this property has been simply a magnet for vandalism and crime. Mm-hmm. Doesn't serve the neighborhood. Doesn't serve the city. There was this uh, outside investor group from, I believe they're based in China, right? Or or Taiwanese. And there's debate over <laughs> that whole situation, not to get into that. But either way, they did nothing with the property. They left let it fall into complete and total disrepair. Yep. And the city had a credible offer from an investment group with local ties to turn this property into something, I grant you, not terribly sexy. I think they wanted to do storage. Storage, yeah, which is hot. And maybe some light industrial. I think there was possibility of expanding and doing some other things there. Um, As the news story at the top indicated, our partners, the Milwaukee Business Journal, first to report, Frank Cravello is the guy, the founder and chairman of Phoenix Investors, that group that, that wanted to buy the property. And uh, his statement to the Milwaukee Business Journal was that uh, the Johnson administration, the city, uh, the mayor, basically just said the demolition order against the building, they, they were insisting that it be torn down. He said, that's a problem I can't overcome. They wanted to somehow work with whatever roots or structure of the building they could save. Bones. Yeah, bones. And try to build something out of it. His statement, we respect Johnson's position. I have no choice but to respect it. And because of that, we are not interested in spending more time and energy. We will not be re-engaging. In other words, so they're done. we're out. Had it with you guys. We tried. And then a, a further like sense of frustration. I'm reading into it, but his statement to the Milwaukee Business Journal, Cravello, and him and his group who wanted to buy this 20 years vacant property and at least do something with it. We only got involved because we believed this was a problem and a project we were technically and financially able to solve for the city, Cravello said. We didn't do it because we needed another project. In other words, hey, I'm doing you guys a favor here. Yeah, wanted to offer up something. We're fine. To help and move forward. We're good. I could take or leave this project, but this is what we have for you. And, you know, the city, again, Difficult to deal with, has other visions for the property, which I don't know what they are. That's my larger issue of, you know, like, you have to start looking at this for what it is. And you can't just decide what other people want to do with their money on your property. Unfortunately, yeah, we're not in that position to be able to do that. You know who you are? You're the guy without a date to prom. Okay, a very nice young lady asked you to prom. Maybe she's not, you know, what you were looking for, but this is your date, right? She said, all right. You want to go to prom? We can go as friends or whatever. And you're like, no, you're holding out for the prom queen. I'm going to ask her. Well, she's not going with you. <laughs> she ain't going with you. 
So if we're waiting for you know the Kohlers to come down and build a four diamond hotel at the Northridge property, like that's real nice, but that's not happening. This is what you had, and now they're out. So you got that. You got Century City, which has had suitors in the past, not many. Remember, we were trying to sell that as QE2 for Amazon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos getting out of his limousine at 35th and Capital. No. What was it? Strauss Veal from uh, Franklin? Yes. We'll move our whole operation here. We'll bring jobs. We'll bring stuff. Nah. Nah. No, thank you. Okay. What's what's happened there since? Nothing. And the next guy in this chair 20 years from now, he's saying the same thing. Right. 615 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. It was a weekend Brewers fans will soon want to forget as the Atlanta Braves busted out the brooms to complete the three-game sweep of the Milwaukee Brewers with a final score of 8-6 to six on Sunday afternoon. Um, I mean, you're trying to stay positive. You know, you, you know that... You know you're probably not shutting them out, or it's going to be you know it's going to be a back and forth game. We have to score and play these guys, so um, it's not really anything that's unexpected. But they just did a really good job of um, stringing good at bats together. They're they're dangerous throughout their whole lineup, and um, they just got us a few times. With the lost roll. <laughs> barrel roll, boat raced. What else we got in there? Eric? Anything else? Jet skied. Jet skied. Keep it seasonal. <laughs> <laughs> With the loss, the Brewers now trailing the Cincinnati Reds in the NL Central by a half a game. No game today for the Brewers as they look ahead to tomorrow as they will get, begin a three-game set in Washington. Barrel roll. <laughs> Over to the NFL as the Green Bay Packers wrapped up week one of training camp on Saturday afternoon. Beginning today, the pads coming on in Titletown as head coach Matt LaFleur ensures the standard has remained high for his football team in Green Bay. The expectations are this, that guys go out there and compete to the best of their ability each and every day, that they come here with a great attitude and great energy and um, that, you know, and embrace this grind. And training camp's not meant to be easy, and we know that the season is very long. Um, but if, if they tack it with the right mentality and, and the right mindset, I think that's when you see the most growth. Day five of training camp will get underway up there in Titletown beginning at 10.30. And lastly, back over to the Diamond after acquiring first baseman Carlos Santana last week from Pittsburgh. Could Brewers general manager Matt Arnold be looking to make more moves ahead of the push for the playoffs? Certainly still looking. You know, I would love to try to do what we can to to continue to help the team. Again, we want to do that responsibly, like I've said. But at the same time, you know, we we certainly want to do whatever we can to to help the team. So we'll, we'll still be active. You know, very, very, uh, very much for the next few days. The deadline for teams to make any trades is tomorrow by 5 p.m. Wisconsin State Fair kicks off later this week. That and everything in your week ahead next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time to bust the tower. It's time to look at the week ahead. Let's go! All right, a look at what's happening this week in Wisconsin and across the country and the world. Full plate. All kinds of stuff. So we'll start with today some national stuff. A Mar-a-Lago maintenance worker has been summoned to appear in federal court in Miami today. He was indicted last week in connection to the former President Donald Trump mishandling and hiding of classified documents. So he hid those documents. Apparently, according to prosecutors, this maintenance worker attempted to delete security camera footage at the resort after the DOJ subpoenaed for it. Also charged with lying to the FBI about moving boxes in hiding boxes that the former president had told him to hide. Also today, Hunter Biden's longtime friend and business associate, uh, Devin Archer, set to testify before the House Oversight Committee. 
part of the investigation into the Biden family ventures and whether uh, President Biden was involved in some of that. This guy is going to say in his testimony that Biden was aware and part of the business as far as his son working uh, overseas with some folks. Uh, big day tomorrow, sports-wise. Trade deadline tomorrow for the Major League Baseball Association. It's and like mid-afternoon Yeah, like, like 5 or, or 4 six, o'clock. Yeah, mid, mid-afternoon. I thought I saw 4 o'clock, but that might have been Eastern. Okay. Pancake so, thinks it's 3. All right, I can confirm that, but yes. So oh, trade Pancake deadline now is says tomorrow. It's five. <laughs> what? Greg, what is it? You're talking trade deadline, correct? Yes. Yes. Yes, the trade deadline is 5 p.m. Central Time. 5 p.m. tomorrow. Oh, okay. Tread deadline. Also, the World Cup tomorrow. The women play Portugal overnight tonight. So 2 a.m. start time tonight. And uh, U.S. needs to win. They have to win or draw against Portugal. Otherwise, they would not make it out of the opening round, which would be unbelievable. Two-time defending champions? Did yes, we're trying, trying to go for three in a row, which has never been done. Uh, 794 will be uh, the topic again. Uh, two public meetings this week. One Tuesday at the Milwaukee Marriott. The other one Wednesday at St. Thomas More High School. Discussing whether or not to eliminate the little mile stretch there of 794 from the lake to the Marquette. Man, we just... Dis- it's an important decision. And I like that we get input from a lot of people. And if yeah. we didn't, then I'd say, what? You just do this and you don't get anybody's input? But, man, we got a lot of meetings. <laughs> we love to have our... Our meetings and our commissions and, and our studies. And, and all our- of a sudden, we'll have a camel. <laughs> There'll be a camel standing there. You know what else will be in town? Not just camels. <laughs> yes, goats. Why? Because the state fair starts Thursday. 4-H kids are brushing those goats. Mm, here we go. Get them all set to go and show. Here we go. The bunnies, the chickens, the cattle, all that stuff. By the way, Tuesday, the 10th annual Sporkies will take place tomorrow. All new drinkies competition as well. So they're not only going to judge on some food items, but also on some drink items as well. Thursday is the big day. Also Thursday, guess who plays football on Thursday? The New York Jets. Like an actual preseason game already? The Jets play the Browns in the annual Hall of Fame game game. Thursday night. And who knows, but perhaps Aaron Rodgers takes a snap or two. Wouldn't that be delicious? Right? I mean... The guy doesn't play a preseason game for how long, right? I guarantee you he takes a snap. He's taking pay cuts over there. He's excited for camp. He's tossing it around with the boys. Yeah, He's yep. in the mini camps. I guarantee you he takes a snap. Oh, it's all good over there mm-hmm. in New York. Fine. Pack, uh, speaking of the Packers, though, uh, Packers family night, of course, is Saturday at the movie theater. We're brothers. We fight together. We're just getting started. What is it? She sounded like a leader. I do? Oh, I do! Oh, I sound like such a leader! And you ruined it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's a, it's like an animated, kind of computer graphic-y, kind of neat-looking way, computer uh, thing. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comes to the big screen and will get blown out by Barbie. By the way, Haunted House was boat-rolled over the weekend by Barbie. Lollapalooza also starts Thursday in Chicago. Family, uh, my wife and uh, one of my daughters said... Uh, Saw it, Barbie. They loved it. Yeah, my kid thought it was loved hysterical. It too. My wife uh, thought it was good. My 12 year old thought it was amazing. That's your week ahead on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> Never mind that boat race this weekend. The Brewers can get back on track against the Nationals. Brandon Snide looks ahead in sports at 6:45. Speaking of moon pie, how about this? <laughs> we have four consecutive super moons. August supermoons and a rare blue moon. August's first full moon, also known as a sturgeon moon. Sturgeon okay. moon will what shine that brightly in the sky Tuesday night. It'll appear brighter and bigger than the average moon, and you have to spear it. 
August 1st, uh, full moon is the second of four consecutive supermoons, which occur when the moon's orbit is closest to the Earth at the same time the moon is full. So these are when the moon appears particularly large in the sky. Right, right? and they're brighter. So supermoons are about 16% brighter than an average moon. The supermoon will even be closer on the night of August 30th because of a rare blue moon, which occurs when there are two full moons in a single month. But it's not actually blue in hue. It's so why moon. why is it called the sturgeon moon? Is there anything like are the sturgeon like running right now or something? <laughs> no, it's got to no. do no. It's got to do with something. It has to. Well, there is the buck moon. Remember buck moon. We've had strawberry moon. We've had blood yeah. moon. We've had murder moon. I mean, we have all no. Kinds. We did not have murder. <laughs> That's not a name of a moon. Uh, well, uh, so Brian Isnaski joins us tomorrow, right? You know what he's going to talk about because you know who's on, on the. Big into the names of the moons was Susan Kim. Yep. She knew all the names of the moons. She really was very interested in why they were named, what they were. Um, I have no reason for the uh, Sturgeon moon. No one has celebrated the moon names more than Susan. By the way, we do have a harvest moon in September. Okay, that's pretty easy. September, the harvest, sure. we're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Get it all up. So why fish moon? Tomorrow. I'm telling you, the sturgeon are running or they're moving, they're on the move or something like that. The full moon names used by the Old Farmer's Almanac come from a number of places, including Native American, Colonial American, yada yada. Traditionally, each full moon name was applied to the entire lunar month. The August full moon traditionally called the sturgeon moon because the giant sturgeon of the Great Lakes were most readily caught during oh. this part of the summer. All right. So it's half right. It had to do with the actual sturgeon. <laughs> they're, not, they're apparently yes. not running. Coming up, a new party coming to Milwaukee. If you like tacos and tequila, you're going to love this one. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Tequila. City of Festivals, trying something new. This is actually fairly basic, though, don't you think? Yeah, but it's different. It's creatively (laughs) basic. Tacos, tequila, and then, well, this is the this is the other element. This is the wild card mixed in with the musical theme, two thousands era hip hop. <laughs> it's coming to Milwaukee this September. If you've had that phone number memorized, oh, we're getting hot in here, so, so take off all your clothes. Uh. Or you've danced and partied to that song, then Tacos and Tequila Fest Milwaukee is definitely the scene for you. Who doesn't love tacos and tequila and throwback music and, I mean, just everything that goes along with the festival, right? We searched out and, and found um, our friends over there at the, the Rock Sports Complex and uh, with the Milwaukee Milkmen, told them about, you know, our Tacos and Tequila Festival that we do in some other markets and we were looking for um, some really good partners in in uh, another market and they jumped on board it was a no-brainer they just wanted to be part of it from the from day one that's josh james general manager of social house entertainment and one of the reasons why artists like and lean back come on are performing live at franklin field on saturday september 16th you know these guys are all awesome man they've been around the block a time or two and they love to uh to still perform and and get get out in front of crowds and and when you put together a unique lineup like this, people just jump on board. And, and same for artists, man. They're just like, what? You know, I get to see my buddy, my buddy Fat Joe. He's going to be there. I get to see Chingy, Ying Yang Twins. And Nelly's like, hey, of course I'll do this, this, uh, you know, this show. I'll headline this show. And while fans will be in attendance to relive classic hits from Chingy. I like the way you do that right there, right there. To 
Twista, and a stacked lineup of others, there's going to be a lot of delicious food and tequila on site as well. You know, we're going to have 25 to 30 uh, really amazing taco vendors there selling, you know, Milwaukee's te- uh, best tacos and and uh, really showcasing the food, you know. We have it kind of down to a science, but we're going to have a ton of different flavors of, of margaritas, handcrafted margaritas. Um, we have them, we've got it down to a science, and, and the way we, we've got it, uh, our food and beverage program built out, I mean, we'll go through, you know, 20,000 margaritas in a day. It, it'll be nuts. Tacos, check. Tequila, check. Star-studded lineup, check, check, and check. It's Saturday, September 16th at Franklin Field. You're definitely going to want to get those tickets as soon as possible because uh, they are selling like crazy. But it's tacosandtequilamke.com. Tony Cartagena, WTMJ News. 20,000 margaritas a day. It's going to be okay. That's my side of town. I want to be aware of when that's <laughs> when that's occurring. Yes, sir. 6.45, Brennan Snyder, sports coming up. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Atlanta Braves completed the three-game sweep of the Milwaukee Brewers on Sunday afternoon. This one by a final score of 8-6 to six with the loss. Milwaukee now trailing the Reds in the division by half a game. It's an off day today for the crew as they will begin a three-game set tomorrow in Washington. Day five of training camp will get underway in Green Bay today at about 10.30 this morning. The pads coming on from Matt LaFleur and his team as practice gets set to begin at 10.30. And lastly, former Wisconsin Badgers running back and current Indianapolis Colt has officially requested his trade following a dispute over his contract. Jonathan Taylor, who is entering his final year of his rookie year, is looking for a multi-year extension. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. Don't look now, Brewers fans, but the rearview mirror in the National League Central is starting to get a bit crowded. After a weekend sweep by the Atlanta Braves and the surging Cincinnati Reds, and now apparently the Chicago Cubs, the time to make it or break it is seemingly staring Milwaukee right in the face. Tomorrow will mark the trade deadline throughout the league, so as it currently stands, General Manager Matt Bartle company have roughly 36 hours to improve this current roster or allow it to ride out and just hope for the best. The Brewers just finished their toughest stretch of their schedule, which by league standards was about as tough as it comes facing the league's best Atlanta Braves six times, the Phillies three times, and the Reds a total of nine times. The Brewers rounded out a tough July with a 13-12 and record. Nothing to knock your socks off, not too impressive, but for a schedule that with likely two to three playoff teams on it, they'll get the job done. That, that is for now, though, at least. What the Brewers do at this trade deadline, in my opinion, will either make them or break them. Can they somehow, some way, grab a bat that will help surge this offense in the right direction? If not, will we see this offense continue to struggle along the way? Looking ahead, the Brewers' schedule does lighten up a little bit with the Rockies, White Sox, and Nationals ahead of them. But with the Cubs winners of the last eight out of nine games and the Reds maintaining the lead in the division, the time for the Brewers to get serious at the trade deadline may never be more vital for a push to October. Ah, the national pastime. Sorry, what we mean is the nationals are past time. <laughs> yeah, you, you see what I did there? <clears throat> Terang drives on the right. Way back. Terang has tied the game. It's the Brewers and the Nationals. Our Brewers Radio Network game day coverage starts tonight at 5.30. We are the home of the Brewers. WTMJ. Vince Petrano here for Johnson & Sons Paving. I tried to get a picture of it, E. 
Told you there's a Johnson & Sons paving. They did wonderful work right there in my neighborhood. You in saw Greendale. a sign? Yeah, and so it's on Grange Avenue. Okay. I'm not trying to encourage parades and whatnot, but, you know, <laughs> if you want to see it. It's on, set out your chairs early if you need to. That's right. It's on Grange right before you hit Hales Corners. They've done a – they clearly did a beautiful uh, driveway, so asphalt driveway all the way up, you know, nice. really long way up there because it's kind of kind of getting into the rural section, mm-hmm. and they've got a little, you know, orange and black Johnson & Sons paving sign, so I wanted to get – photographic evidence i happened to actually be a passenger in the vehicle the other day didn't work out tried to do a video went by too fast <laughs> no value to you all right i don't even i won't even share it with you i think you have to make a special trip today hey, Stephanie, can you can you do that can you get out of your car and start taking yes. pictures of someone's driveway yes that's why the signs are there <laughs> that's right that's why the signs are there get a johnson and sons paving sign outside your front door they'll do your driveway do your walkway anything residential and for commercial maybe you're the owner of your own business or a small building somewhere parking lot all potholed and knocked around you can get those guys out there they'll fix it for you or they'll rebuild it entirely they handle everything in-house from helping you plan that project to mixing their own asphalt it's johnson and sons paving you get them every step of the way projects of any size residential and commercial johnson and sons paving.com Stories from WTMJ and our newsroom coming your way in just seven minutes. Telly Hughes, our teammate from 1017 The Truth, on the line with us this morning on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. And uh, Telly, the worst thing that can happen to a kid in summer is an injury of some sort that prevents you from doing the various things that kids are wont to do in doing the summer. summer things, right? right? <laughs> that is so so true i grew up playing baseball love being outside love just never being inside and the worst thing that could happen you are absolutely right especially in wisconsin where warm days are so limited well so you just have to be home yes You're right. so eric's son <laughs> what is what is Noah's issue So here? he's 16, and he uh, just recently had an ingrown toenail. I mean, I guess it's a surgery. It's just a quick outpatient. they got to numb your toe and cut it up and, and do stuff to it. So he's had ingrown issues before. So anyway, the doctor told him, she's like, hey, two weeks, no water. No, you know, don't. You can shower, but you can't do anything okay. else. No pools, no lakes. And he's right at the end of the two weeks, and we had a, a family uh, get together with my brother from out of town, my nephew from out of town at a lake. And my, my kid was just dying. He's like, mm, I really want to swim, really want to ski. So he ended up doing it anyway. He ended up uh, telling, he put a balloon <laughs> over his toe and then like bound it around his toe to keep it on there sealed. And toe looks fine. I, I said, I'm like, yeah, man, it's your call if, if you think you can get away with it. Uh, so he did it. And I think he may, I, we'll find out, I guess, <laughs> if, if he succeeded uh- in preventing it from getting infected. But. We'll see. I I got one word for Noah. That's his name. Yeah. Ingenuity. Say it again. Ingenuity. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. So I guess ingenuity. It, it'll be either ingenuity or it'll be stupidity. One of those two words. <laughs> I love it. I love the fact that, it's like you said, it was the last day, and everybody body uh, heals differently. So. Maybe it's normally 14 days. Maybe it was just 13 days for Noah. I <laughs> think he'll be fine. Yeah. I like that, man. I like that he tried it. That he, that he wasn't just like, no, nah, I'm going to go for it. He just, he like, 
what he jerry rigged up here this sort of <laughs> silly band like one of the balloons every day was different one of them had like little designs on it because he just got them from his sister's like little craft box like, he's like silly so little he squeezed balloons. his toe into the balloon and then what like taped it up yeah and then sealed it and then put even more tape over there but my other son suggested he should put like a piece of paper in there also just to see if the water actually was prevented because he couldn't really tell when he took it off if his toe was dry or not so who knows if it actually oh, even did anything. Fine, <laughs> <laughs> you, I broke my finger once in summer, and for me it was baseball, softball all summer. And so it wasn't it wasn't in some giant cast, but I had a splint and you couldn't play ball. Oh, Worst like two weeks ever. So what did you do with yourself, Vince? Uh, you probably just went crazy, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, heavy on riding the bike around. Actually, worst thing that ever happened to me as a kid was I, I got my bike taken away for several weeks in summer, which was not good because that was your lifeblood. That right? wasn't an injury. That was your mom punishing you. Yeah, that was for me being an idiot. But so second worst thing is getting hurt in the summer. But I've looked at, you know, I've, I, friends friends of my kids or whatever, somebody gets a broken leg in summer, they're in that whole giant cast. Oh. Forget it. Not that it's great having a broken leg in winter, but you do not want it in Wisconsin summer. No, not at all. By far one of the best summer cities weather-wise in the country. I just spent a week in St. Louis, and that might have been one of the hottest places on earth. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, you're right. It is the absolute worst time to have an injury during the summer in Milwaukee. Well, glad everybody's healthy in the Telly Hughes house. Thanks, Telly. We'll talk again next week. All right, have a good one, guys. Business headlines up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Rich Kirchin. Four years in federal prison is the sentence for blessing Eggbond Jr., who's convicted of fraudulently raising over $6 million from Wisconsin investors for a fuel industry tech firm. He's ordered to pay $3 million in remaining restitution. Harley-Davidson's electric motorcycle business Livewire continues a slow start with only 33 bikes shipped in the latest quarter. That's a decrease of 84% from a year ago. Livewire posts a net loss of $41 million, partly due to product development costs. Associated Bank turns to wholesale markets to add $1.7 billion to its deposit base in the latest quarter. It's an effort to enhance liquidity, includes sources such as broker deposits, public funds, and federal funds. I'm Rich Kirchin with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ. Hot ride this summer? Find yours this July at Pottawatomie. You could win your share of $400,000 in cash and prizes or rumble all summer long in one of four brand new Harley Davidson motorcycles. It's the Hot Ride Motorcycle Giveaway this July, only at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel, Milwaukee. Visit PaysBig.com slash Hot Ride for more details. Must be 21 and a club member to play. Hey, WTMJ's John Merck here. Here, when it comes to memory care and assisted living, you want a team that knows compassion and empathy. That's Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living. I know my grandma was in assisted living. I have an aunt, one of my favorite aunts, right now in memory care at Azura. They specialize in caring for those with early to late stage Alzheimer's or other related dementia symptoms. They provide additional daily living assistance for those with cognitive decline. 14 locations in Wisconsin, AzuraLiving.com, Wisconsin-based, family-owned, the teams I trust are at Azura, AzuraLiving.com. 
When you're at State Fair this year, be sure to check out the Bank 5-9 Amphitheater, State Fair's largest free entertainment venue. Featuring acts like Kids from Wisconsin, Here Come the Mummies and 